This is 680 CJOB. Welcome to the main ingredient, everyone. It's great to have the weekend upon us again, but sadly, summer is speeding by. It's literally only two weeks until most schools are back in session. I know, right? It's crazy. That said, you need to get out and take full advantage of all the outdoor activities you can. Speaking of which, there are a few notable events still coming up here in Winnipeg. ManyFest, presented by Downtown Winnipeg Biz, is coming up September 9th and 11th. Um, and is the largest downtown festival, and we'll see an anticipated 60,000-plus people celebrating on Broadway. Um, there are many activities such as uh, Food Truck Wars, which is my favorite, Beer and Wine Garden. Okay, you know, I lied. Beer and Wine Garden is my favorite. Food Truck Wars is my second favorite. Uh, movies in the Park, Live Music, Farmer's Markets, Kids Zones, Lights on Broadway. It's an awesome time, so you got to make sure you catch up with that. Um, the Morden Corn and Apple Festival is coming up, and that is August. That is actually this weekend, August 26th. Um, and that's in Morden, and that's from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. The admission is free, so you really can't beat that one, right? Can't beat that time. Um, the Forks Farmers Market, um, and that that's been running since June 5th, uh, September, and it runs till September 25th, and that reoccurs weekly on uh, on Sundays, and that's in the Forks Plaza parking lot, and that's from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, and they've teamed up with local farmers, bakers, and crafters. Uh, to bring a new and improved farmer's market, right? So there's fresh baked goods and uh, a lot of good stuff straight straight off the farm, so you can't miss that. And also, hey, Rib Fest is coming up this weekend. That is August 26th to the 28th, and that's uh, at the Forks Festival stage, and that's from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. on the 26th, and from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Sunday, the 27th. Um, and August 28th, from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., and again, the, the admission is free. Uh, that's a really good one. Um, also, their their goal is to raise support to raise twenty thousand dollars to support two local youth projects in Winnipeg. Uh, barbecue ribs and chicken are going to be supplied by Smoke and Hog Barbecue, uh, Texas Rangers, and Krabby Barbecue Shack. And there's going to be live music and a fifty fifty raffle. So you can't miss that. So right now we are talking to my friend Sean Branson, who is the owner of Promenade Cafe and Wine on Provence, about the third annual Poutine Cup coming up late in September. So you're probably wondering. Why are we talking about this now? I'm bringing it up because the tickets for this event go crazy fast. It's been sold out two years in a row, and last year it sold out in under 40 minutes. Yep, 40 minutes. So we're talking three to 400 tickets in 40 minutes. So let's talk to Sean and find out why. So, Sean, my friend, how are you tonight? Things are great. Yeah, yeah, things are great. Just uh, keeping busy and uh, great things on the horizon. Okay, you know I'm here to pick your brain about the poutine cup, but we're going to start from the basics, which is... um, First, let's talk about Fort, Fort Gibraltar, where it is. What kind of venue okay. is it, and where is it located? You can kind of tell people what that's about. Yeah, so one of our catering venues is, and one our main catering venue is Fort Gibraltar. It's where they do Festival de Voyager every year, uh, uh, just in St. Boniface. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful, historic site. We're going to break down what I know a lot of people, pretty much everybody in Winnipeg knows what poutine is, but maybe we can describe yeah. what it is, basically, what three main ingredients go into it. Sure. So poutine, it's a traditional French uh, sort of dish. It has French fries, uh, cheese curds, uh, typically, and then gravy. So those are the sort of the three, the holy trinity of poutine, I guess you could say. Uh, those are the three sort of combinations. And then, and then uh, you know, people have their own kind of spins on, on things, but it's certainly a very, uh, very sort of French dish uh, and uh, certainly big in Montreal, too. Okay, so now that we know what poutine is, what is a poutine cup and who thought it up? Yeah, so we, uh, 
well, this will be our third year that we're doing Poutine Cup, but um, um, the two previous years we had this idea. We wanted to do something as a food competition because uh, one of the things in the restaurant business is that uh, we're always asked to do charity things, and we do them all the time. But then part of the thing is to be there to sort of one-up everyone and your offering uh, and that sort of thing. And and uh, we really don't have a lot of food competitions uh, in, for the last four years. So we wanted to have a food item that was uh, obviously French and, and that sort of thing and, and something that people could take their own sort of uh, characteristics and, and run with it. So we decided to do uh, poutine. And uh, we were kicking around the idea for a couple of years and then we uh, we joined in with, uh, with another group and, and started the poutine cup. Okay, so... There are actually two poutine cups to be one, right? Like last year, there was a uh, a people's choice and a right. judge's choice. So how does that work? Yeah, so we, we set it up and we wanted Fort Gibraltar to be the backdrop. And then from doing different uh, competitions every year at Festival de Voyager, uh, Fort Gibraltar hosts uh, the pea soup competition. And what we found is that we wanted to have, um, we had two categories. One is the people's choice uh, and, and people go around and they sample everything. And then the second one is the judge's choice, because what the judges and the sort of professionals would want uh, to see in a poutine might be different than sort of the crowd-pleasing general public. So we took that same idea uh, for the poutine cup, and and, uh, we have uh, uh, judges that go around and and analyze and critically uh, the the balance, the flavor, the texture, and all that stuff of the poutine. Uh, And then you have the one that is uh, sort of the crowd favorites and, uh, um, you know, certainly... uh, you know, the, both are equally uh, important. The one, uh, though, that the we have, and we also have a, a physical cup that goes to the restaurant, uh, each restaurant uh, that they can that they can showcase the whole year uh, to show that they won the poutine cup. Some, okay, so you said this was a third year. So I'm sure, I'm sure that you know, once something is a competition, people take yeah. it seriously, right? It's a poutine challenge, but people are serious about it, right? Oh, for sure. Like uh, the um, it's it's uh, people have been thinking all year about how they're going to do their their poutine. And, and uh, um, you know, last year, uh, Marion Street Eatery actually won the people's choice and uh, the judges choice. They, they had this uh, spin on um, sort of uh, pierogies almost that had like dill. It had uh, inside the potatoes. It had uh, sour cream It had all these layers of flavors It had crunch. It was actually it set the bar pretty high last year, um, and uh, and I can't wait to see what uh, Marion Street's going to be providing. But there's ten restaurants that compete every year. Um, we're going to be announcing the restaurants uh, next week, and as well as tickets are going to go on sale next week as well. Oh, so you can't tell me right now any of the restaurants that I'm sure, I'm sure people are going to guess because of course the champion's going to return. Got to defend your title. Absolutely, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're we have a waiting list. <laughs> amazingly enough, for restaurants to join in we're, we're giving it we're just firming up uh the restaurants but the restaurants that competed in the first two years are uh, marion street eatery uh promenade cafe and wine monomie louis um tall uh, um sorry uh, tallest poppy uh era bistro um uh bernstein's deli a whole bunch of great restaurants and then we have sponsors as well that sponsor the event okay so the first year it was two different restaurants that won each category, right? One one restaurant, one for the people's choice, and a separate one, one for the judges' choice. But last year, like you said, it was the same same restaurant that last, won both. Yeah, last year it was uh, yeah Marion won both, and the poutine was phenomenal. And that's the exciting thing is that you know they're they're taking 
a new spin on poutine. And then we, they taste through this whole thing. How do you brine the fries? What do you use for your gravy? Uh, you know, is it it's, typically people would like a turkey or, or a turkey beef blend? Um, but I mean, we in our our one for promenade. I mean, we had a, a Bordelais sauce, which is with bone marrow and, and shallots, and it was, it was it was just delicious. So it's bringing it to a higher level, uh, and then also uh, some people are smoking their cheese curds. Bothwell Cheese is a sponsor, uh, so they they appear quite a bit in the poutines, uh, as well as uh, Half Pints Brewery. Uh, some people were putting half pints in their in their gravies, and uh, and then we also have Crack and Rum. So we have some great sponsors of the event and you'll see those things appearing as well on some of the poutines. That's perfect. What was uh, the poutine dish that the Marion Street Eatery won with last year? Yeah, so it was, it was, uh, it had a whole bunch of layers of flavor. They brined their, their fries really like, amazingly well. Um, it had a great flavor to it, nice and crisp. Uh, and then it had uh, dill, it had pickle, pickle red onions. It had sour cream, um, it sort of had all the flavors that you would have in almost mashed potatoes sort of mashed up with pierogies. It was really good. But it had like three different garnishes for different crunch and texture. And uh, they had some frazzled leeks or something on top of it. I don't know. It, it, it was great. But then I also have to clear my mind and get ready for this year as well. <laughs> so, you know. No, I don't. Didn't have bad dreams or anything. It was it was fine. We we placed very well, but uh, it is certainly a great competition for sure. Loosen that belt, brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we return, we're going to continue our conversation with my guest Sean Branson about the upcoming Poutine Cup. I'm in the studio here with my friend Sean Branson from the Promenade Cafe and Wine on Provence, and we are talking about the ever popular Poutine Cup. Um, how, how do you taste them all? You know, like even if you're taking a couple bites of ten different yeah. ones. Like, how do you, mm. you know? How it's you amazing how many people actually do taste them all. But, I mean, one of the things that you can do is work in groups. So um, what would what people would do is they would uh, uh, take go in two different lines. So they go through the line, and then they kind of meet up, and they share, and that sort of thing. There's certainly a few. Uh, some of the restaurants are, are much more generous than others, and you could almost fill up on one of them. Uh, but, uh, it, uh, you know, you gotta, you got to taste yourself for sure. And uh, we have, uh, you know, a DJ with music and, and uh, half pints is uh, part of the admission is half pint samples and you can get half pints uh, beers as well. And Free then, beer samples? Uh, Kraken. Yeah, well, you get uh, some samples uh, with the ticket and then also so beer samples as well as Kraken rum. Uh, they do some cocktails and stuff like that. So you could get those as part of your admission. Awesome. That is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the event is uh, Wednesday, September 28th. Okay. And uh, tickets will go on sale next week. Um, the information is on poutinecup.com. And you can, the best way to, to get tickets is to sign up for our newsletter on the website. Mm-hmm. Because last year uh, we released, so last year we had around 450 people. And the, the first 300 tickets that we released sold out in 26 minutes. Come on. Seriously? Yeah. 26 minutes. So the best thing to do is to be on the, on the, um, on the newsletter list, uh, at poutinecup.com, or you can send an email to info at poutinecup.com. We can put you on the list and then we'll uh, let everyone know, uh, the date and the time and you can book your tickets online. And, uh, and then once the weather, we can take a look at the weather and see if it's nice and nice weather, we'll release another 200 tickets closer to the event. Holy smokes, people are serious about poutine. Yeah, you know what? And we sold out uh, 
both years, first two years, and there was uh, people scalping tickets on on eBay and Kijiji, and 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 uh, it was it was quite a phenomenon. It was pretty pretty cool. So, but cool. I mean, all the restaurants are great restaurants, and 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 their their take on poutine is just wonderful. Okay, so it is a competition. So, are there any mm-hmm. rules for for the competitors? Um, just that they have to use uh, they have to use uh, cheese. Well, not not really, but you know, like there's. There's, there's guidelines. I mean, you want to usually use a potato or a starch. Some people are doing gnocchi and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually it's a cheese and a gravy, but, uh, you know, you can't start uh, serving lobster and steak to try to, you know, get tickets. Yeah. It has to follow uh, sort of the, the different uh, flavor profiles and, and the different layers. You know, some kind of potato or that starchy kind of thing, yep. the gravy and the cheese, and then everything else is uh, free reign. Okay, so the judges, uh, are you able to say who mm-hmm. some of the judges are? How many, the two or three judges? So for the competition, there's three judges, and uh, we'll keep with the three judges that way. Odd numbers always good when there's uh, uh, ties and stuff like that. But uh, last year we had uh, Robin Summerfield, who uh, uh, wrote the Winnipeg Cooks uh, magazine, and she's a, a writer and, and, and phenomenal. Uh, Mike Green uh, from Tourism Winnipeg. Um, he was also on. Uh, he's the Winnipegger that was on Master Chef there and came uh, came pretty close to the finals. And Ben Kramer, Chef Ben, ben Kramer. Um, we are going to announce the the uh, yeah, the judges for this year when we announce the tickets with the restaurants. But uh, it'll be that kind of uh, kind of mix of of people, uh, professionals in the industry. All right. So going back to strategy of uh mm-hmm. of, of tasting you know y- your advice to the average person going around tasting the uh a lot of the um, or has the intention of tasting a lot of different poutine your advice to them would be what yeah you pair, pair up and, and share uh the portions and that sort of thing uh make sure that you uh um you know have a have a late lunch and then come for <laughs> for dinner later uh you want uh you want some room, and and you know what? Just just pace yourself at the beginning. Don't just uh, don't. We we've asked the restaurants to do sort of uh, sample portions because you can always go back for a second one and go back and visit your favorites um, and that sort of thing. Um, but uh, you know, usually uh, we want it to you know just uh, about five bites or so that sort of thing, about three ounces. So three ounces maximum is what we told them. And then also uh, keep your forks because. Uh, you know, we have new, uh, always good to keep the forks, because if you lose your fork, then you got to go to the front and get a new one. So Excuse your hands, man. To Put keep your face on. right in there. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah, you can do a little lady <laughs> in the tramp kind of, if they do. They do have uh, shoestring fries, so you could probably make, do that. But, uh, yeah, and it's just, it's it's really good. It's really rich, but it's it's phenomenal, and it's a great uh, way to uh, celebrate uh, fall and uh, the French culture in uh in St. Boniface and our historic Fort Gibraltar, which is uh, an amazing facility. Okay, so in uh, in wrapping up, let's go over the basic information that you brought up before, which is how people can get tickets, how much are tickets, and okay. um, you know, and uh, what date it's on. Sure. Okay, so we, to get tickets to the event, uh, we would we you have to go to uh, poutinecup.com, sign up for our newsletter uh, or the uh, notification as far as when the tickets are going to go on sale this week. Uh, tickets are forty dollars uh, plus uh, plus the uh, the fees. There, we're using uh, an t- online ticket service, so you get basically confirmation and payment right online. And um, and uh, the, the event uh, will be yeah Wednesday, September the twenty eighth um, at Fort Gibraltar, which is just uh, 
at 866 St. Joseph, just right um, if you go over the Provence Bridge into St. Boniface. A second set of lights turn left all the way down, and it's right uh, the same spot where they do Festival du Voyageur in the uh, wintertime in February. We uh, we cater there all year long for weddings, corporate events, and it's a recreation of the, of the fur trading fort from 1815. So lots of room, amazing restaurants, and it's a great event to partake in the, in the fall. Sounds awesome. Oh, you know, and if, do you have any, you want to mention any other uh, sponsors? You said... Um, um, crack and mm-hmm. rum. Yeah, crack and rum. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, fresh delivery options. They supply some of the potatoes, uh, bottle of cheese, um, as well as um, half pints beer. So they're they're our main uh, main people. They they love being part of the event, and and there's uh, samples of of all those things uh, uh, at the event uh, as part of your admission. Awesome, buddy. Yeah, thanks for fun. Thanks for coming on the show. You know, I always appreciate it. When we return after the new sports and weather, we are going to talk to Jill DeRoche about her awesome company called Conscious Fair that make two excellent locally made products that you have to try. I'm Kevin Bergen, and you're listening to The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. When we return after the news, weather, and sports, we're going to chat with Jill DeRoche about her great company called Conscious Fair that make two excellent locally made products that you really have to try. I'm Kevin Bergen, and you're listening to The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen. In studio now is my guest, Jill DeRoche, who is the owner of a company called Conscious Fair that make two excellent locally made products that we are going to uh, tell you a little bit more about. Hey, Jill, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Everything's okay. Good. Um, so my first question to you is, what is Conscious Fair and how did it start? Oh, that's a big question. Um, it, that, well, Conscious Fair is my company, and um, it's kind of like a um, the top of the umbrella, I guess you'd say. So underneath there are my products. Um, I have Gemora Real Fruit Spread mm-hmm. and a Conscious Ketchup. What were the first things that you made at home that, that you were trying to make better for yourself? Like what, what kind of products? What kind of... Oh, I don't know everything. Like, I mean, I made I made um, my jam, like the Jamor. Yep. It was no, it wasn't called Jamor when I first started, but I used to make that. Um, everything, like even um, you know, like pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie, and I was like, I gotta I figure out how to pie. make this, you know, a little bit better, yep. a little bit healthier, you know. So everything that I would make, um, and and I would use like um, my jam. Um, it's a little bit when you try it, you'll see it's a little bit looser. It's not like a like a thick. Um, pectin full jam like it's not really you know thick jam yep. so i mean you can mix it um with a little olive oil and some balsamic vinegar and then that's my salad dressing so you know you can eat it on like a spinach salad you can use it for a variety of things mm-hmm. so the things that i would make i think would cover you know a broad spectrum of the things that i was trying to replace out of my diet you decide to make it a product you decide yeah. you're going to he, your husband convinces yeah. you hey we, we can do this right you can do this give it a shot yeah and so um i you know i knew that saint norbert farmer's market was probably the biggest one at the time you mm-hmm. know and that's so that's the one that i wanted to get into and right. like everything there's rules before you get in you have to you know go um you know a certain amount of wednesdays or thursdays i can't remember which day they're open there and and so after you've gone for that long then you can go on the saturdays and the saturdays you oh, know so the big saturday day at the market right oh, yep so, um, you know, we started going, you know, earlier and I was still working full time at the time, but I would kind of rearrange my schedule so that I could go and we would go on, you know, the slower days and then, you know, be able to come on some of the busier days. And um, and it was received really well. You know, there are people who are looking for the same thing or looking to, you know, eat a little bit healthier and, and try new things. And so it was, yeah, it was received really well. It used to just be called um, Just Jam. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, when we finally grew a little bit and were able to um, go through our labeling process and our shelf life studies, you know, to find out how long the product lasts and to make sure that it's um, safe and healthy. And, you know, when we started doing um, that, I found out that I couldn't call it jam, like, like the just jam. You couldn't call it jam because jam is a legally protected word. And oh, it's, is it kind of like Kleenex and uh No, that's a brand. Frisbee? Oh, that well, jam is you can't. I can't call this jam because it doesn't have enough sugar to okay. be legally called jam. Okay, Kleenex is like your yeah, brand, brand yeah. for facial tissue, right? Gotcha. Yeah. So any, so anyways, then I had to come up with a new name. So like, what are you going to call it? You know, yep. I had it. I thought I had it, and so that's how did you come up called. with a name? Why uh, that name? I don't know. I, you know, I wish I had an answer. <laughs> I don't know. I ran through a few of them, and this. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> that is true. That's not bad. <laughs> that is true. It was. It was. Well, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so you come up with a couple products. You decide that you're going to come up with products. Why jam and why ketchup? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I, a ketchup for me, I love ketchup. Me too. Are those two things typically things that carry a lot of sugar? Yeah. Right? It's, it's, they're, they're two things that you like. Yeah. And there's tons of sugar in yeah, them. So why course. not these two to start, Of right? course, yeah. And, um... Uh, and yeah, like and breakfast, like for jam or whatever, like jam's delicious. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I don't want to say anything hateful or hurtful about normal jam, but like the, the amount of ring, sugar, right? it's like a, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's not, hater. it's not a dessert, you know, like <laughs> mm-hmm. jam is supposed to be part of your, like, you know, if you're having it on your toast, you're having it on, you know, your oatmeal or whatever. Like it's very sweet, you know, yeah, like a daily thing. You don't want right. to save it for special right. occasions and yeah, have it like exactly. once every month. Exactly. You eat it every or, day. Yeah. Or have a cookie instead, you know? Yeah. But yeah, and so then the ketchup, I was like, I gotta, I gotta make something better. And so it took a long time um, to to get it right because I sweeten it with dates. So mm-hmm. I mean, it took a long time to get like the percentages right to get it to taste right. Yep. And of course, you can't. Well, I can't eat ketchup like hot. So when you when you're first cooking it, it's hot. So you, I would cook a batch and then I would have to cool it and then I taste it. No, it's gross. You know, oh, and then so, you, wild, yeah. so over and, then and make... over and over until you finally can get something that you're like, yeah, I can eat this. This is good. So. Who, who are your who are your testers? Who are people at? My eating? family, yeah, <laughs> my family for sure. They've eaten some stuff that are like, no, Jill, no, goodness. <laughs> so in your mind, how many attempts? You know, if you could actually add them up before you were satisfied, this is it. Like oh gosh, I don't know a lot. Like it must have been just a ton, right? Days of it, you yeah. know. Day and they, then I'd be sick of it. So I'm now not doing it anymore today, you right. know. And so then maybe you'd try tomorrow, or yeah. maybe you'd still be sick of it. Or so yeah, lo- lots of them. I can't. I don't, I don't even know. You know, I don't even know. Okay, let's talk about the ketchup. What's in the ketchup? Uh, tomatoes, mm-hmm. dates. And it's called conscious sal- ketchup. Right? It's called conscious ketchup. Yeah. Um, sea salt, fresh garlic, water. That's it. Okay, you know, I'm I'm gonna try it. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's crack it open. Do I get to take these home? Can I have these? Yeah, these are yours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, it's good, eh? Yeah. It's not as sweet as ketchup. No, like but normal it's ketchup. Good. Lots of um, my clients will say it's like a gourmet ketchup. What's in that? Tomatoes. This is me asking again. Hey, like I wasn't, I wasn't really listening yeah. for some. Now I'm listening, right? Uh, dates and like the whole date. So not just the juice. Like lots of times people will sweeten with the juice, but then it's just real high sugar. Mm-hmm. So you get the fiber from the fruit. So there's yep. tomatoes, dates, sea salt, garlic. I guess that would vinegar. be mine now since I've like triple, quadruple dipped in that thing, right? Yeah, it's all yours. Okay, perfect. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, it's not bad, eh? Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Not, not, not bad. It's yeah. good. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. Lots mm-hmm. of people really like it, you know? 
It's and I think it's a little bit um, adventurous for somebody to you know try it. But lots of the samplings that I go to, you know, you'd be surprised. People walk away and they they're taking a jar with them. You know, they like it. Yeah, that must be kind of nice. The first time that you actually go there and yeah. someone validates that what you're making. Yeah, it's is pretty good. cool. Some, some, you know, hey, your husband, your family, right. they're awesome. Right. Right. They but can now, only say no to you enough times, right? And right. then it's like, <laughs> right. But now you better he, like this. <laughs> Here's a stranger doesn't know you from Adam. Doesn't yeah. care what you think. No. I'm just gonna be completely unbiased and taste this stuff that you're asking me to taste. Yeah. And I try it and I like it. Yeah. And you know, I like it enough that I'm gonna spend my money and buy it. Yeah. And they walk away and away you go. And lots of people don't realize that it's yours. Like that. Like I'll do a sampling and they. I don't think that they realize that it's my product. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. J- they might just. Look oh, like they think I'm maybe there. you're the sample girl. Right. Or that I'm working at you know that store you know yeah yeah, yeah that, you know okay hang on I'm just gonna take a couple more it's an amazing more, feeling yeah. it's an ama- it is you know it's an amazing feeling mm-hmm. it's an amazing feeling to see your product on the shelf somewhere you and know? watch me cram my face with your stuff that is really good yeah it's neat conscious ketchup okay let's talk about um, your jam yeah what's going on there it's how do we come up with that bad boy um I did it for myself to be honest you know and it um it didn't take me that as long to come up with with the um, ingredients for it or the recipe for it. You it's were making that already, basic. you said before, right? You were yeah. kind of making jam already. Yeah, and it's pretty basic. It's just berries. So, like, um, there's three flavors. This one that I brought you is blueberry. Mm-hmm. So it's blueberries. It has prunes yep. and, like, the full fruits, not just the juice, and then chia seeds. When we return, I'm going to dive right in and try some of Jill's delicious products and uh, tell you how they are. Be right back. All right, let's try this bad boy out. Don't like be it's... afraid of it. Take a big – it's not that sweet. Yeah, it's good. It's got, you can. So you see how it's not like as thick? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really versatile. For Father's Day, we used, um, my family obviously, well, either they are fans of it or they tell me they're a fan of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I bought a baguette. I was sampling actually at DeLuca's that day. And so I bought a baguette and I sliced it up and we put it in the oven, put some goat cheese on some and some brie on some others. Yeah. Threw that in the oven, let it warm up and then put a little bit of jamor on the top. It was yeah. beautiful just as an appetizer. Yeah, so it's good. I like it. Yeah. I'm stealing that. I'm stealing them both. Just yeah, so they're, you know. they're both yours. All right, so what were some of the hurdles that you went through when you were when you first started? When you were first making it, when you were first trying to push it, trying to sell it, market it? Um, lots of hurdles. I mean, I think there still always is hurdles, you know, your small business and unless um unless somebody is sampling you or sampling like sampling your products unless you're you're out somewhere or somebody's heard about you, it's it's hard to even get the word out who you are, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I spent um lots of years at the farmers market and the farmers market is a great place for um small business, especially food producers, to go. Um, people, you know, they really support local um, Manitoba-made stuff and really local people. And actually, to be honest, it, it blows my mind how many people will support um, Manitoba food producers or local food producers. They want to buy local. Like, it's more than I could ever have imagined. And I think being on this side of the fence and seeing how many people are like that, like, it's it's amazing. And I don't know if it's like that in every city, but it's, um, you know, kudos to Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's amazing. It really it really is. And it's a, it's a blessing that there's so many people willing to support you. Okay. The, the products speak for themselves. They're really good. Again, I'm going to down that ketchup. Thank um, you. Let's talk about the Manitoba Food Fight 2014. Yeah. How did you get involved in that? And how did you, you took home gold? I did. Um, let's talk about it. Can you believe it? Yeah. I can't believe it. Um, for, you know what? Maybe you can tell people what it is, that the, the Manitoba Food Fight. Sure. I don't know if a lot of people have heard about it. Yeah. You apply to be a part of the Manitoba Food Fight. And so then they choose 10 contestants out of the people who apply to be a part of it to participate. And um, there's a panel of judges. There was four judges, I think, the day that we did there. There was a gentleman from DeLuca's, um, somebody from the Agriculture Department, 
and um, the province puts it on, mm-hmm. and it was put on at Red River College. And so you you basically go up, and it's almost I don't want to call it a Shark Tank, but kind of like that. You mm-hmm. know, you stand up and you talk about your product, and you talk about why your product. Like in front of the panel. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And in front and of an people? audience. Yeah, okay, other, yeah. Other people can come too. And so you talk about your product and um, and uh, the benefits of it or why you think it's uh, a good product, why you think it's marketable, why you think people would want to buy it. And so, um, yeah, so we did it. I was one of 10 that was selected and I was blown away that I was selected at first. And so then, you know, then the pressure's on. And the, for sure, you know, that'd be nerve-wracking. Yeah, nerve-wracking for sure. And then you go to their kitchen there's the, at, the, at Red River, the downtown campus, and they set you up with a little area and you have to, you know, Make whatever you're going to serve and um, present it well. Like and then, make your product there? Uh, not or the whole it, or, product, but how you're going to serve it. So like right, I okay. served it on plain yogurt. And so I got like a plain yogurt that didn't have any sugar. Right. That's a, one way that I think that my jam um, can be eaten is that like, if you have a, instead of buying something that might have aspartame or um, high sugar content, mm-hmm. you could buy like a plain yogurt and, and throw a tablespoon. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah that, that's a right? good idea. Or yeah. cottage cheese, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yep. So anyway, so I, I served it on yogurt. I served it as a salad dressing and on a crostini. And, um, yeah, so I did it. And there was a, a amazing people there, you know, that were all, I was competing against. Mm-hmm. And um, But I felt pretty good. So I felt pretty good after my presentation. I thought, okay, I did, you know, I did a pretty good job. And I think it was okay. And then I didn't get um, third. And then I didn't get second. And I was like, I didn't get anything. And then I got gold. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the winner sure crying over there? What's yeah, the problem? Yeah, exactly. I, didn't, I for sure didn't think I got gold. You know, I thought, okay, maybe I got third place. Or maybe, okay, I didn't get third. I was like, oh, I got second. No, you didn't get second. I was like, ah. But I got, I got gold. So, yeah, it was awesome. It was a great feeling. And um and it was a great feeling that those that those people were backing what I was saying, you know, mm-hmm. what I was what I was thinking and how I was feeling, and um, you know about eating consciously and eating um, eating well, and you know, and then um, in 2015, um, the World Health Organization, you know, put out that I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. They put out a um, oh, a guideline, I guess, and it um, to reduce your sugar intake. So then, you know, a year later, like, you know, the World Health Organization is calling on people to reduce their right, sugar something intake. something that you're already doing. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it's just, it just backs what you're saying, you know. There's some like, validity to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That. So, yeah, it was, it's pretty cool. So it's, it's an awesome experience, and it's a lot of work, and um, um, it's very scary. <laughs> but uh, it's been worth it. It's been, a, it's been good. So now you do this full time. Yeah, that was scary too. I quit my job. Like, who quits their job, right? <laughs> who quits their job to sell jam? Like, ah! Yeah, exactly. He's got two jobs. Yeah, exactly. And uh, what, what made you pull the trigger? Like, hey, you know what? This is a go. This is going well. You guys have a conversation. Yeah, we Do had it. a conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just... exactly. He's like, give it a shot. If you never give it a shot, you're never going to know, you know? So, Dude, I like this guy, huh? Yeah. He's a guy. He's That's a nice good. guy. Yeah, he's a good he's guy. He's all right. <laughs> he's a good guy. So, yeah, I'd like to quit your job. I, I worked at the same job for 16 years. Yeah. And, Doing what? Uh, I was a marketing coordinator for a restaurant chain. And you just decided, you know what? I'm it, done. Yeah, you know what? It was a great job. I, you know, no regrets. I loved my job and um, I was blessed to have it and I learned a lot and made a lot of good friends. But, you know, the opportunity came and, and you know, I could do it small scale or I could try and go a little bit bigger. And uh, I thought, I'd get, let's give it a shot. You know, I don't want to look back and think I didn't try it or I didn't do it. Fully, because you know what? You can get another job if you, if you needed to, yeah. right? But you can't just redo this. No. And all that work. Yeah. And it is, it's a lot of work when you're, when you're doing it on your own, like, you know, you're, you do the marketing and you do the accounting and my husband is an accountant. And so I'm blessed that he's an accountant because he'll do my oh books my at the God. end of the year, but he's not nice. If my stuff <laughs> is not in order. He's like, I'm not doing this. 
Like you can balance your books. And so, you know, like so, he's, so should I take back what I just said? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he'll do it, but he, you know, he won't do everything. So, I mean, you do everything, you know, you're, you balance your books and you do your marketing and you go and you do your sampling and you make your product. And I mean, luckily I have some people who help me now, but still, but yeah, it's, it's all on you though. Yeah, the, the, the quality actual, control and, yeah. you know, doing your ordering and yeah. What products do you have? These are my two the, products. Yeah. So I have um, Jamor, which is a real fruit spread because I can't legally call it jam. Right. And um, I have three flavors. So we have blueberry, Saskatoon, and a strawberry with dark cherry. Okay. And then I have my conscious ketchup. And okay. I'm hoping to kind of do like a spicy ketchup down yeah. the line too, you yeah. know, maybe do something different. But for right now, my hands are full with these guys. And Right. That's what I was going to ask you next is, is there any other plans to, to add any other products or change, you know, existing products to kind of change them out of variety of that or add a new product? Um, I think I would go variety first. Yep. You know, I, I I do different different. I think you know, I I don't know for sure. But right now, I I would like to. Um, I want to focus on these products. I want to I want to um, focus on the stores that are selling them for me. I mm-hmm. want to be present there. So you know, we're not at the markets anymore. The markets were great um, and still are great. But you know, it's good to support those people that support you. And so I like to be in those stores um, doing my samplings and um, um, to try and help sell the product off their shelves since you know they they help me. They they've taken on my products and to take on a product that doesn't have all that marketing behind you i mean you have to applaud their efforts for doing that too Mm -hmm. you know they might be able to sell something that people are more aware of or people know more about rather than something that you know right kind of take the easy road hey they have a ton of marketing people know that that brand it's going to move exactly just get them right exactly how 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 good are they with you coming into to oh really good yeah yeah Yeah. no problem no problem there no no. And and there's lots of great businesses here locally, you know, that are supporting, um, you know, made in Manitoba products. And I think it's a really good time for it too, right? Yeah. Again, everybody's kind of on board with that. Everybody's bought in. So, you're right. you know, you're kind of doing your thing and they're welcome to help you out, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. Speaking of um, stores and how we get it, how about you tell us how people can purchase your product? Uh, yeah. We're sold at uh, Crampton's Market, Bothwell Cheese. DeLuca's, Fools and Horses on Broadway, G.J. Andrews on Academy, Generation Green, of course, in the Forks, yep. uh, Scoop and Save Health Foods, Local Meats Frozen Treats, Sunrise Health Foods, The Fresh Carrot, the co-op stores, all the Red River co-ops, and Vita Health. I appreciate you guys coming in. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for coming. We'll be back after the break with more Mean Ingredient. This is Kevin Bergen from The Mean Ingredient, and that hour just flew by. I'd like to thank my guest, Sean Branson, owner of Promenade Cafe and Wine en Provence, for telling us about the third annual Poutine Cup. You really got to get to that. That's coming up September 28th. You'll have a chance to win tickets from the main ingredient if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Also, I'd like to thank Jill DeRoche from Conscious Fair for talking about her fabulous products. This is Kevin Bergen on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.